Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Wednesday, September 6th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. In a drone attack on a Ukrainian port city, at least one person was killed. Russia fired cruise missiles, prompting the entire country to be put under an air alert. There were no immediate reports of damage or injuries from the attack, and it was unclear if any missiles or drones made it through the city's air defenses. Ukrainian forces are now focusing on breaking through a heavily defended territory close to Romania, a NATO member. There have been recent attacks near the village of Verbov and analysts suggest that Moscow may have reinforced its defenses in the area. In other news, Cuba has announced that it is dismantling a Russia-based trafficking network that was recruiting Cubans to fight as mercenaries in Ukraine. This exposes a rare public rift between the two allies. The Cuban government has initiated criminal proceedings against those involved in the smuggling ring and has stated that it will act firmly against anyone using Cuban territory to recruit mercenaries. The Russian embassy in Havana had no comment on the matter. Cuban officials have mostly echoed Russia's positions on the Ukraine war, but have abstained in United Nations votes on resolutions demanding Russia's withdrawal from Ukraine. Meanwhile, the Court of Justice of the European Union is set to rule on a case brought by a Syrian family against the EU border agency, Frontex. The family alleges wrongful deportation and other rights violations. This judgment comes at a time of growing concern over rights abuses at Europe's borders and will draw attention to claims that Frontex and the European Union as a whole are complicit in these alleged crimes. The family arrived in Greece in 2016 during a migration surge and were unexpectedly put on a plane without explanation. Frontex has stated that national governments are responsible for deciding who is put on these types of flights. Next, Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko has banned citizens from renewing their passports while abroad, which could force those who fled amid repression to return to maintain their travel documents. Opposition leader Svetlana Sikhanouskaya has warned Belarusians not to return if they risk persecution. Poland and Lithuania have issued foreigner passports to Belarusians, allowing them to stay in those countries. The human rights group Vyazna reports that over 1,500 people are currently behind bars as political prisoners in Belarus. In other news, the G20 summit in India aims to coordinate policy for the global economy. The agenda includes discussions on climate change, economic development, debt burdens in low-income countries, and inflation spurred by Russia's war in Ukraine. The G20 has produced joint statements in the past, but many of them have lacked clear consequences when nations underperform. Critics argue that the group's membership roster was flawed from the start, based on the whims of Western finance officials and central bankers. Meanwhile, in South Korea, around 15,000 people attended a rally calling for better protection for teachers against harassment from parents and students. The rally was held outside the National Assembly in Seoul. Attendees were invited to share their experiences anonymously to highlight the issue.
The organizers emphasized that the form used to share stories was encrypted, and only the Guardian has access to the contributions. There was also an option for participants to share their details for potential interviews with audio and video teams. Also, Spain's women's soccer coach, Jorge Vilda, was fired following controversy surrounding an unwanted celebratory kiss from the sport's president, Luis Rubiales, during a post-match ceremony. The Royal Spanish Football Federation apologized for Rubiales' actions, stating that they do not reflect the values of Spanish society, its institutions, representatives, athletes, or sports leaders. The Federation expressed gratitude towards Vilda for his professionalism and dedication and wished him success for the future. Despite the coach criticizing Rubiales, the Federation decided to part ways with him. Lastly, former Trump White House advisor Peter Navarro will face trial on two misdemeanor counts of contempt of Congress. Navarro refused to testify or provide documents to the congressional investigation of the January 6, 2021, attack on the Capitol. The House committee investigating the attack wanted to question him about a plan called the Green Bay Sweep that Navarro detailed in a book. Navarro has maintained that his refusal to testify was based on Trump's invocation of executive privilege. Each count of contempt carries a potential jail term of up to one year and a fine of up to $100,000. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, and Daily Lifestyle News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.